Good evening, everyone, and welcome along to another eSports studio with myself, Ben Colson-Juris. It's great to have you with us this evening, and we have a great guest for you tonight. A man who has taken victories in both the real and the virtual world, and not just races, but championships, especially starring this year. So please welcome onto the VCR eSports studio, Moritz Lerner. It's great to have you with us, and a massive first congratulations on all of your achievements this year. It's been quite a year. Hello, uh, I'm glad that I can be here. Um, yeah, thank you. It's been a great year so far. Um, I continued a little bit from, from last year because last year it started off um, being really good. And I continued this year also with real life racing. It's been, it's been great, honestly. Uh, absolutely. Uh, it really has been amazing. And it's been fantastic to follow such a, a throng of esports races uh, in GT4. There seems to be a big community of you at the moment. Yeah, like when I started to drive in real life, there was like a lot of people um, supporting me, basically, or like for my feeling, it was almost the whole sim racing community watching the races, being in the chat active, um, like, uh, yeah, supporting me. And it's been it's been a really, really crazy experience. <laughs> and how did that experience come about before we go back in time and, and understand your sort of sim racing uh, relationship how did you find yourself in a real world gt4 seat um last year i won the dtm esports championship it was uh, esports championship by the dtm and the prize was a test day at the official dtm uh, test days in the mercedes amg gt4 um, with a well-known um, dtm trophy um, dtm team and I, apparently i did good I did was I had the second best time in the in my first outing there, and uh, the DTM wanted to try and support me getting into contact with other teams, and I got a few offers uh, this before of the start of the season, and I think only probably like two days before the the yeah the first race in Monza, I got a call from FK Performance that they wanted to to give me the opportunity to drive in Monza, um, first of all only Monza. And I said, like, yeah, for sure, I'll, I'll do it. And yeah, instantly had to tell my, my boss at work that I had to take off and uh, go to Italy uh, tomorrow. And it worked he out great. Right? Yeah, he, he definitely understood. My, I work at the agency <laughs> that has like a lot of motorsports involvement as well. So he understood 100% and supported me there. So big thanks to him as well. And yeah, then I went to Monza. Did my my first few qualifying sessions, or well, the first two practice sessions, and the first practice session P two, second practice session P one, and then in the qualifying well, P two as well. You hadn't had a massive amount of testing, right? No, basically nothing at all, because I got the call like two days before the actual event, so I got there without any experience at Monza, only sim experience, of course, and no experience in the BMW at all, and well, I had two te test days before, basically one full test day. The other test days I had were like maybe a max of 10 laps driving. So it wasn't a lot of experience gained there. And yeah, that's about it. Got in the car, felt really good from the get-go. And yeah, it, it just worked out. Incredible. And from there, from that one-off experience, you've kind of built yourself a, a real-world portfolio this year. 
Yeah, kind of. Um, after Monza, I still wasn't sure uh, what would happen. Like what would happen. I, I talked with the team, and they tried to get sponsors. I tried to approach sponsors because I mean it were, were like really good results at Monza with my with the podium in, the, in my very first race. So I thought maybe I can get something going, but it was still so much money together that it, it was just tough, and I, I knew it probably won't happen. But every time I say something like this, that it probably won't happen, it happens. <laughs> so I also got a call um, also like three days before Lausitring, the second round, that my team found a really good sponsor that was MediaMarkt and Xiaomi, and that I would be able to drive at Lausitring and for the rest of the season. And from there on, I was like hooked. I was preparing like hell from, from my physical state. I, I, I was doing sports like pretty much every day anyways but from then on I knew I had to prepare myself even more and yeah from from then on I did the races and the season was over before I even blinked twice it was it was going so fast this year it's it's actually crazy what an incredible experience and and all from the fact that you were such a, a strong performer uh, in race room and that DTM trophy it's exactly what we campaign for on VCO, that crossover between virtual and real. And I presume that you put down your ability to just jump in the car and be so fast so quickly down to your experiences in the sim world. 100%. I feel like um, there's one part of sim racing that teaches you to understand how to drive a, a car. Um, but also what is very, very important is um, your mental state going into the races or even qualifying sessions. Esports or sim racing teaches you that like to the fullest. Because like in the in the esports competition like the ADSC GD Masters, for example, uh, the qualifying is so tight that you have to perform hundred percent in the qualifying and you're under so much pressure all the time. And going into the real world, everyone was surprised that I'm so calm before the qualifying, that I'm so calm before the race, no issues at all with any nervous nervosity or something like this. And it's all thanks to sim racing because it, it teaches you everything. And that I'm that I was able to perform that well in in my first outing there was because of that one test day I had prior. I think without that one test day, there there would have been a few issues that I would have caught myself in. For example, like the braking. That one test day I did something or like I was too soft on the brakes, for example, but one time looking into yeah. it, you just know you have to do it better. And then I was able to trans trans translate that into yeah, the monster weekend where it just was perfect on the brakes. And that was probably like half a, half a second that I gained there. And it, it was from yeah, half a second off to probably being, being at the top. When you speak to so many pro drivers, they always put the brakes down as when one of the things that is quite different between the real and the virtual did you change your setup when you got back home in your sim rig so that it replicated a little bit more the real world uh, because of of that kind of lost time in the real world not instantly the first after the first few weeks i was still like doing and it changed nothing on the setup um but after i think oh, it was probably asin ETM at Assen uh, circuit. I came home and I was sitting in the rig practicing for the, my next esports race and I was like grabbing my wheel, 
damn, it's far away. Being at the pedals, damn, those are far away. So I had to move my seat uh, closer to everything. So I feel comfortable again because I did like one hour of driving and I was like, yeah, I'll get into it again. But after one hour of driving, I was, I was still like, damn, this is too far away. I just have to move closer because in the in my real car, it was like pedals and wheels uh, was was really close to, to my body and uh, with the seat. So I had to adjust that. And uh, that was probably the only thing that I adjusted. Yeah. And did that change your performance at all? Did you find lap time in that? Oh, tough to say because I didn't drive the same track as I did before the change. Um, but overall, my performance has been good with and without the, the change. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about um, race from as a platform because it's not something that we have covered hugely here on VCO and uh, kind of apologies for that because it's uh, stems from so many games that I used to play as a kid from the Simbin uh, world and the model. Um, what attracts you to, to race room as a platform? Basically, all the, the big esports competitions like DTM esports, ADSC GT Masters esports, we have Cupra, we have the WTCR esports. Those are all really big names that race room has um, on their portfo portfolio. And also, relatively or really good price money as well and i feel like on race room there is a bit more contact yes because like it has a bit of a worse um uh, crash system or like damage system but that makes up for really good racing you can you can rub a bit you can bang the door a bit without that the car is instantly damaged and you are like out of the race and that yeah gives up for really good racing which is a lot of fun really really a lot of fun and that's that's why i'm at, at race room at the moment because this is this is the thing i enjoy the most to have like close battles with with people um to have a little bit of door rubbing in real life it's like that as well you can have a little bit of door rubbing and nothing really happens to the car you have like a few scratches or your paint or like the is, is, is gone or on the on the other car but you can still continue driving without any issues of the car and I feel like on iRacing especially, um, although I love it and I will come back to it in the next few weeks, um, it's, it's something I really hate about it because one small contact mm. and you're basically out of the race. You're two tenths slower. It's a bit annoying. Um, but yeah, that's that's why I enjoy racing on race room because it, it just allows you to, to have that close racing and also because of the championships there. Really high-profile championships with good prize money and... I feel like that's that's what makes the most fun for me at the moment. And now you've driven a real life GT4 car, and and you can drive that same car uh, in iRacing. I think you can drive the same car in uh, in Raceroom. How does the models compare to the real and virtual? How do you see Raceroom versus real, and, and iRacing versus real? Um, it's it's every sim has kind of a positive thing to the car and kind of something that is not really realistic. Like iRacing, for example, the the braking and braking while turning in is really well made. And also like um, being on throttle throughout the corner to drag the car around the turn is really good on iRacing. But um, what is not good on iRacing in general is it's way too oversteery, way too snappy. It's not like that in real life, um, if you get a setup right though. And uh, but in iRacing, it's generally way too snappy, way too aggressive on the on the rear axle. While that is really good on race room, the the overall stability of the car is is yeah better on race room. 
Um, so every sim, also ACC, has some some good parts about the car and some bad cars uh, parts about the car. It's yeah, it's a it's a fifty fifty mix. You can't really say what what sim is better or what sim makes the car real more realistic. It's just every sim has their positives and every sim has their negatives about the car. And are you that kind of driver who likes to spread their wings and and experience different platforms and participate in the best competitions regardless? Of platform definitely that's what well may, maybe not in the past two years i would say i tried to concentrate on one sim because sim racing and esports got yeah that competitive that you can't jump each week in, into a different sim which is kind of a bummer because i love to do that i love to compete in um yeah one week i racing next week um race room and then the the week after that on on r factor as a corsa I just love to do that because it's yeah it's fun to to get something fresh every week, but nowadays it's not really possible anymore to be yeah competing at the very top if you change sim um, all day. So I try to um, concentrate on one that is race room at the moment for me, and during the winter break I I do some eye racing. So I try to separate them so I can concentrate on one thing while the championship is running. Talk us a little bit uh, about your team, uh, the team you're representing this evening, Door Esports, uh, because it's relatively new to the scene, right? Yeah, it's new to the scene, uh, scene and also kind of unknown to probably like um, everything outside of Race Room. It's um, yeah, a newly founded team that I got in contact with last year for the first time. Um, it's basically a real-world motorsports team that also has like, well, the, the the very base is um, a car dealership for super sports uh, yeah. cars like McLaren, uh, Lamborghini, and Aston Martin. Nice. And they have a yeah a motorsports team that is competing in the ADSC GT4 Germany with a McLaren. Well, since last race with two Aston Martins and one McLaren, and they thought about doing an esports team, and they approached me if I wanted to build the team up be as a, as a driver and also as a driver manager and i was like uh, at first i was like ah is it really what i wanted to do because i like some months ago or like years ago i, I told myself i'll only join teams that are already settled down that have like everything in the background done that you're just a driver but uh, being two years at williams esports it was a really really great experience but i thought like i i needed something new i needed something new in my yeah in my adventure in esports and i said like yeah let's let's try it out let's be that team manager guy and try to build up a, a team from from yeah from the ground up and i got to ch choose my teammates which was really good we get along really well with all the guys and i think that shows in the in the races we are doing we are leading every major race room championship so far and we also won every opening round of those championships. So the teamwork is going great. The, the achievements are there. And yeah, let's see how the, the second year of the team goes next year then. And presumably the relationship between uh, the esports team and the real world team and real world dealership for you is particularly interesting, considering what you've done this year in the real world. Of course, yeah. But it's it always comes down to money in the end. And... It is a bit of a hard topic at the moment, but obviously 
the Dur Motorsports team wants to bring the esports drivers also into the real cockpit if possible. And that's already something we maybe have discussed and maybe something for the future. Can't really say a lot about that yet, but it's obviously something that would be great to have like the, the esports driver also competing in real life and doing both worlds. I think that would benefit a lot of people, like it would benefit championships, it would benefit the platforms and also like Dur in general. And yeah, it's it it would be a great opportunity for, for everyone involved, I would say. If you thought that uh, last year was a big year for esports and sim racing, this year has definitely in some ways and with certain people trumped it. And you can see that with Moritz and the success that he's managed to have in both the real and the virtual. What happens next, Moritz? You know, to have such a successful year in the real world, uh, to finish in such a strong position championship wise without the testing, without the massive preparation that others had. You must be incredibly uh, hungry to to go out and do a, a kind of a let's say a, a conventional way of approaching a championship with loads of testing uh, and to attack those championships. Yeah, definitely. I I feel like I already did well. Not I I should be happy about my overall performance because I fought against like people who have years of experience in in GT4 driving, even GT3 driving, and I, and I fought against against them on track and in most occasions i was also like faster than them but um i would have loved to have a little bit more podiums i mean two is already really good for my first year i would say but um yeah what's still missing is a race win but in general i would say with more experience with more testing with more um yeah practice going into the new season I will definitely or I 100% want to go for the championship in um, in the DTM trophy next year. That's a, that's a big goal of mine to have like championship wins in the virtual world, but also in the real world starting hopefully next year. That's a, that's a really big uh, goal of mine. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm really excited to follow your progress and I've been really enjoying seeing how you guys and all the sim racing guys have been getting on in uh, the DTM trophy GT4 category this year. Uh, well done and thank you so much for representing sim racing uh it really from from my point of view uh you've all just done such an incredible job over those that uh, have more experience but perhaps led less top level experience in sim racing yeah thank you uh <laughs> it's it's great uh, all the support i'm getting uh from from pretty much every side and i'm i'm really trying well that's that's what i'm about like still being in the virtual world um, and also the real world. I think that that kind of thing um, has a lot of people connected um, because they see like I'm not giving up sim racing just because I'm driving in, in, in real life. For me, both is equally hard, equally good and it's equally fun. Um, every time I come home from a race weekend, I instantly jump into the sim and start preparing for my esports races because it's something I wouldn't want to miss. And I feel like a lot of people are also seeing this and feeling this, that I'm that I'm still there enjoying both worlds. And I think that connects me to a lot of people. And they think, yeah, that that's something I maybe want to uh, pursue in the, in the future as well. And this guy is, is doing exactly what I want to do in the, in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you very much. And congratulations again on everything you've done. Uh, what an interesting chat with uh, Moritz Lerner from Door Esports and, of course, from the DTM trophy this year. Uh, you'll be able to follow his progress in Race Room and all the competitions that are going on there. But of course, 
Uh, I have a sneaky suspicion he might be part of our entry list in the VCO Pro Sim uh, coming up in a couple of weeks' time on this channel. We've got so much coming up for you over the next couple of weeks on VCO. Uh, the Pro Sim across the whole of November, and then we'll be focusing our attention on the uh, eSports Racing League, which uh, will start at the end of the year and move into the start of January, where we'll have our finals at the end of January. So much going on, of course. Myself here every week with the eSports studio. Sorry it's been a bit temperamental the last couple of weeks, by the way. A few health issues from my side. We had a little health issue uh, from the computer side as well. But hopefully, touch wood, we're back every week, Tuesday at 8 o'clock. Until the next time, thank you very much for listening and enjoy your sim racing.